everybody. Welcome to a new week um, in ISO, as we like to say um, at the moment. I'm hoping that this live stream is working. I'm actually trying something new uh, here. There's like this live producer um, that has come up on my computer, um, on my computer in terms of how to set up the um, the live and it's more interactive and all this sort of stuff so i'm having a little bit of fun checking it out hope you had a good weekend whatever you were doing however you were hanging out with your uh family this morning i said i was going to come on live uh to talk about um you know all of the lessons that i learned last week from doing and transferring all of my live events into online events so we're going to talk about the 10 11 different things that i uh realized and i learned so maybe if you are going to do things for yourself online you will be able to um you know have some tips and tricks of what to do what not to do and what to avoid so I just want to make sure on my other computer that this is coming through and I'm not just talking to myself and I'm going to share it in a couple of groups that it does go live let's just have a look oh yes it is working it looks like the screen is actually a lot more square it's not as widescreen it and as than it normally is so that's interesting to know um so what i was just saying is something new has come up on facebook called live producer and i can see the comments are coming up on my left hand side and it's got other various different things that um that you can do so i'm just going to share this into a couple of my groups before we officially start it is 9 a.m on a monday morning here in melbourne and i know people joining from all, all over the world so uh wherever you are if it's sunday or monday um you know listen up because um this is really key to a lot of people that follow me um in terms of um in terms of you know the types of businesses that I have and how they can now run them um, and what are the key things we need to know about live um, uh, moving events to the online world which no we know zoom has just gone absolutely crazy um, as of last week we can see lots of people's Brady Bunch photos we've renamed those into the Brady Bunch photos I'm going to do one more share so that it's going everywhere and then we're going to get hit let's get started into the content I thought this new setup would be able to have the um, um the other bits and pieces like that you can normally see like how many people are watching good morning kayleen uh great to see you um i can't see anywhere like in terms of how many people are uh, actually on the call but i can see that on my computer so maybe i don't know you've got to get used to this new way that this live streaming um is coming up it looks so unfamiliar all right so last week we um hosted four um online um seminars or workshops whatever you want to call them uh because we obviously could not um travel across to the us so we did our la group our dallas group our houston group and also we offered the australian people good morning priscilla priscilla's one of our attendees from uh, the uh california or la a workshop we came on the tuesday here wednesday there uh, i think oh no i think it was monday tuesday whatever whatever day it was uh, it was wednesday and tuesday for america but on tuesday we did australia who are the people who the previous week we did some last lot of face face-to-face uh, -face events and those that missed out we said look are we going to put an online one for you since a lot of you could not come like we had 40 percent face-to-face attendance and 60 percent could not come so um 
As you guys know, 40 times a year, I travel and do my events face-to-face -face with people. And I love that kind of delivery. It gives me a lot of energy. It makes me excited, um, you know, to connect with people. And two years ago, I did try to run my half-day workshop online um, and kind of felt really weird. Like, you know, when you're not in a room with people where you are, um, uh, getting the energy, you're getting them to interact and all this sort of stuff. It's all moves very fast. Um, you know, it just kind of, nah, this is not my thing. And so therefore I didn't try again. Okay. And my biggest lesson from this last week and when we've done four and we're about to do three more and then I've got New Zealand the next week. So I've got lots of things lined up that are just happening all online now. My mum's famous saying uh, that I have shared and many of you who've listened to me, but my mum's always said to me that every beginning is hard. And I really, I guess I should have remembered that when I tried out the first time I did my online stuff, but now I've been kind of pushed back into a corner that I have to do my things online. Um, and it's not that they don't work. It's just that it's an awkward and a different kind of feeling when you're online and you need to engage and um, use the systems slightly differently than if you were in a physical room doing your workshops and um, and connecting with people. So these are some of the things that I have learned and I've refined and got better and better as the week got on. And actually I can tell you that after just doing four of them in such a close period of time and literally, um, you know, repeating and repeating and repeating, each time I did it, it got easier. So as my mom says, every beginning is hard. Um, that is true because I absolutely have felt really, really awkward and weird after the first one, which was the Australian event on Tuesday. And then I jumped on and the LA group was so interactive and so much fun and like talked and used the chat box and I go, this is what it's meant to feel like, you know, and I was really on a high and then I was able to take that high across the last two events as well. Hey, Lynn, great to see you. Lynn's from one of our LA groups um, who's doing our May retreat that we're now set up virtually for for our US um, clients. So but literally in May, we're now gonna have two retreats in two weeks because our May normal face-to-face -face retreat has been moved to online for the Australians. And so therefore we're servicing those guys that way. Um, hey, Andrula, all right, so every beginning is hard, right? It's gonna feel awkward, it's gonna feel unfamiliar, it's gonna feel like, oh, this is not for me, I don't wanna go there, I'm not that techie. You can run all the stories and excuses in your head that you want, but it's just because you're entering unfamiliar ground and that's exactly what it felt like for me. I, I tried to do things that I would normally do, especially the first event I ran last week for the Aussies. I, I tried to do things that I would do for my face-to-face -face event and I very much, I got the feedback after I stopped and debriefed with my team. Okay, this doesn't work. This doesn't work uh, online versus offline. And so we ripped apart part our presentation. We took out slides we don't think we need to run um, online. And we, we worked out, you know, that we need to do things slightly differently. And so, um, and so that was the first thing that I did is I ran it once and then every single workshop we finished, we sat down with our team afterwards, literally minutes after and said, how do we feel? What worked? What didn't work? And actually Priscilla is watching right now, but you know, um, from her question that she asked in, during her online seminar, I actually put in three extra slides for the next one to explain how this online retreat would run and what would be the run sheet and all that. Good, good morning, Moana. Great to see you on the call as well. Okay, so second thing, 
Um, engagement works differently online on the, via the computer screen versus face-to-face. -face. And what do I mean by that? Well, when you ask an audience a question, someone will put their hand up and straight away answer. It's very, it happens very fast. But if you get people to engage and obviously give you answers and all that, you've got to give them some time to write some stuff in the chat box, especially if that stuff is a bit longer, yeah? So either you need to, okay, while you guys are writing in the chat box, this is like kind of the, the, the commentary, while you guys are writing in the chat box, the answer to this question, you keep saying something else, you know, you, you cover off something else or whatever it is. Also, what I found worked really, really well is actually if you arrive on the call 10 minutes early, which we did, and actually a lot of our participants did the right thing and did exactly the same. So when we arrived 10 minutes early, we had our team off mute, like we had Stuart off mute, Viv, you know, said hello and all that sort of stuff. And what we did those first 10 minutes is rapport building, like just, hey, how are you going? What time is it over there? What time is it over here? Middle of the night, yeah, you know, and just sort of, ask people where they're from and um, just kind of like real like basic, you know, kind of stuff that, you know, we human beings just, uh, you know, have a laugh and, and just be very casual, right? So that worked really, really well. I highly encourage you to have that 10 minute period because it, you can sort out through techie um, challenges. You can get people to find their chat box, to say hello and know how to use it. And also really, really important is that you ask people to be on video, okay? Ask people to be on video. And, you know, the way you say, look, it's really helpful. It's going to be helpful in two ways. It's going to help me give you more energy and more passion and more, um, you know, kind of like make the, the call more colourful, if you like. Um, and it does, you know, it's encouraging for me to keep speaking because it's really hard speaking at a computer screen, just like I'm doing right now because I'm not getting that feedback unless you guys are writing stuff in the chat box it is encourages me to you know um continue answering and to give you guys um more of me right and vice versa i said if you're on camera you are going to stay more engaged you know you are going to you know not be checking emails or doing other things and you're here you've invested your time uh let alone if you've invested money to be there depends on every different online thing is different sometimes people pay for them sometimes they're free right so, so really, really, really build up the, the why people should be on camera because it is very encouraging as you're doing the call, the amount of people that you can see. And then that from time to time, you can people, uh, you can take people off Brady, uh, into Brady Bunch mode. And then so when you screen share on Zoom, and I know a lot of you guys are using Zoom, when you screen share, you end up only being able to see like five people across the top because then you've got your PowerPoint uh, behind. But when you stop screen sharing, so get really comfortable how to stop and start screen sharing, okay? Because if you can do that, then when you're having a group discussion, you put everyone in Brady Bunch mode and therefore, you know, you can see all the different faces and people can actually put their hand up and they can actually uh, nod or, or if you said, does anyone want to come off of you, tell us about this, da, 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 and they can, they can do that. Now, let's talk about the situations where people are like, like there's crickets, like nothing. Um, this is what happened to me in one of the seminars last week. I would go, okay, so who wants to come off mute and tell us what are you writing about? What's your biggest challenge about writing a book? What will happen if you do nothing about it? And and literally you've got people just sitting there, not saying anything. They're looking at you and you're looking at them and like, okay, guys, come on. You, you want some value? I need to know what you're writing about. And what I did, and because... I guess from lots of speaking and talking to a lot of people, I felt comfortable enough. You know what? 
No one's going to volunteer. I'm going to pick a beautiful smiling face on the off the screen. So I literally took them off mute and made them come and talk to the group, okay? You know, if it's done with the right intention because you want to serve and help people, it's okay to do it. And you know what I did it? People just talk. They love talking about their kind of stuff. So, yeah, Priscilla, like crickets. And, you know, your group, Priscilla, was really, really engaged. Like so many people wanted to talk. I don't know where, who to, who to pick, right? I was I was really stuck for, for, for you know, who to choose. Uh, but um, in the, uh, you know, subsequent groups, there was a little bit different. The group was still engaging, engaged in everything I could tell. But it was just like no one wanted to volunteer. So I kind of just went, all right, well, I'm picking Tamara over here. Let's talk to you. And I'll take her off and she talks. She wouldn't really be, um, you know, um, taken aback or anything like that. I'll just basically, if, you, if you're brave enough, um, which I was so grateful that 80% of people had their cameras on. I would say 80% of everyone that was there had their, and I was so grateful for that. And therefore I could engage and, you know, smile and, and say something or someone, you know, Priscilla had flowers brought to her in the middle of the seminar and we all had a big, nice laugh. And she told us why she got them and all that. So it was a lot of fun. So, yeah, so let me see if I'm, where I'm on my list because I kind of went off my list. And um, all right, so engagement works different on a computer screen over face to face. So be mindful how, when you're asking the questions because if you're waiting for people to type up stuff, it's really, really um, awkward if you if you're just kind of going okay. But you can take a moment and say okay, guys, while you're typing, and if it's only a one word answer, you can just take a sip out of your coffee. And just see what's going on there and take a breath and a little rest, okay, because you might be always talking and talking. All right, uh, with time you will develop a routine. That's my next point. So with time you will develop a routine. I can tell you the first time I did I was like, what's going on? When is break? I'm running behind in time, uh, all this kind of stuff. But the minute um, we did started doing more and more by the fourth one last week we just knew how when to turn up what to say how to do it da, 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 and and it, how to treat it and what to, what it all felt like and um and yeah there was a complete routine literally you know come there 10 minutes to do this for this amount of time just like i would normally do my half day workshop in a seminar room i would arrive at 7 to set up by 7:45 then i would do my live i even did my little routines where i came online for a few minutes before my event started to tell my audience I'm doing this event and da, 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 and this is what's going to happen and um, just a couple of minute little live that I would normally do in a seminar room to show people around and all that sort of stuff. So did my mantra like I normally do. I have a half day workshop mantra that I say um, and I, good morning Marlene from PNG. Uh, we've got people from over all over the world at the moment. Um, so I did my little, uh, you know, mantra, like it's got like 10 little statements that we say and Stuart did his downstairs and all that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, it worked really well. So develop a routine and that routine only comes from repetition. Okay, so from repetition and then what you end up doing is starting to tweak. Okay, so what I've noticed in, in the early days when I started doing my half-day workshops, I used to change it quite significantly. And obviously with us, after the Australian event on the Tuesday, by the LA event on the on the the, uh, I think it was Thursday hour end or Wednesday. I don't know. I've lost track of which day is what. But by that time, I ripped up and actually changed a lot of it and then had tiny little changes for the subsequent two and little tiny ones that are going to come in uh, for this next week. So you will develop a routine and then you're going to tweak and adjust. And maybe you also will uh, start to think about what do I say, when do I say it, and all that sort of stuff. All right, next point is, 
Um, what I do offline does work online. This was a limiting belief for me that what I do offline, it can only happen, the magic only happens offline, right? Um, you know, and that people would, you know, have the rapport and the trust within me to continue on to get help from me, right? But now I have shifted and I've smashed that belief because I do believe like, you know, in a, um, you know, with the, the gorgeous people we've welcomed into our community, it does work online. It's just that I have not practiced enough. I had not given it a go. I just, discarded and said this is not for me okay so do you have what's your belief around what is possible online for your business okay is it that technology scares you is it that what you sell and offer you feel like you have to meet people which is what i used to feel like um or you know is it something else and um and i really am grateful that i was pushed into the back of uh you know my back was up is up against the wall you know you know working around how to deliver what i do and help people on a grander even more global scale right now than i have ever before and um you know we all said there's there's going to be a blessing there's going to be a silver lining there's going to be so many lessons and so much evolution because of this shit hits the fan global moment um that we're going through right now all right so next point was lighting lighting and background okay is important right so right now i've got my little ring light just above my computer screen and this ring light you can change so i can i can show you you can change the way the the light hits your face like like it's nice for people to be able to see clearly not only are they not physically with you in a room but if you're in a dark and gloomy kind of place um you know they're not going to stay as engaged okay so if i change this look it, you can do soft lights it's like yellow light you can do like super super a bright white light and i've just today chosen the the semi bright um white light so you can see nice uh like everything is nice crisp and clear so with stuart downstairs we like set up this videography light which is super bright you can't look into it please invest into one of these I actually went on ebay on the weekend and i bought my girls undies as well we said we can't go to the shops and the girls needed some new undies that our kids and we just like went well we can buy them undies on ebay so we just bought bought some and then i also bought a ring light from uh, for Stuart downstairs because he logs on to the call as a separate user so he can be you know he's got our banners behind him as well so I've got a media banner at the moment but he's got our pull-up banners uh, put next to each other which create a beautiful background anyway and um and I've gotten him another one of these ring lights so that we can come through really uh really crisp and clear okay so really important that wherever you set yourself up what's behind you what's the lighting actually before i had the ring light my desk is set up at um looking out the windows to my backyard to my pool i like to see the water so whenever the the day comes that anyway i was getting a lot of light in my face but i, I thought introducing this ring light because when i go on the calls at 6 a.m it's pitch black it's not going to be good light if you don't have something specific so invest in something like this um you know it will make you look more professional it'll um people will be more engaged because they're more likely to stay there and listen to you um you know when visually and auditorily you're coming through super clear all right so 
lightning and background is important. Having a team is super helpful. I know some of you may be solopreneurs and you may not have like someone who's also on, um, you know, they're helping you, but every single one of my team members is on our seminars. Okay, so Stuart from downstairs on video, I can take him off mute and it's really helpful if you have a second person that you can bounce off or you can take off mute and he takes part of the presentation which gives me a moment to have a break, but it also lets me implement my routine whereby I can send my thank you email, I can tell people what I've done. I've got my Viv, uh, my publications coordinator, who is also there listening and there to support. But also what's really important for me is while I'm doing content and if people are coming up with questions, I say, I encourage them, look, ask your questions anytime. I might not stop for it, but my team's gonna answer them. So Stuart will answer them. Morning, Adrian. Um, Viv will answer them, um, you know, my my my, VA is on there as well, you know, observing, taking attendance, right? Um, or no, Lynn, it must be your, um, it must be your internet. If, if this will be recorded, so you can come back into it later. All right. Um, so yeah, so, so basically, um, everyone's on decks on hand. So my VA is doing attendance. So whoever's attending live, then they're the ones that are going to get a specific email versus the ones that didn't turn up or whatever. They have a different email for after the call. So if you have your whole team there, you can utilize them in so many different ways from answering questions, from uh, working through technology, like Lynn's having a problem now. Say one of my, um, people is watching and I think Viv might be watching. She can tell her, look, it might be your internet, you know, um, uh, see what's going on or watch the recording later, something like that. If you're there, type that in. <laughs> All right, so that's what I tell them. If you're there, guys, if I'm saying some really key points I want people to get, if I tell people, write this down, and actually online you can say to people, write this down. You can see them in the video that, okay, she said we're going to write this down, so they're writing it down, right? So um, people do do that. And so when I say write this down, my um, Viv, my Viv, I keep saying my Viv, um, it keeps, um, uh, what's it called, um, uh, writing it in the chat box so they know what I have said so that they can take it down in case they missed it and the moment's already gone. So that's really, really helpful. So whoever you can get. And then the extended team, and that is uh, my gorgeous authors um, that have already published. You know, I've asked them, you know, would you guys come on, on the call and say a couple of words about your experience? It would be really helpful for, for the attendees to hear from people who've been through this experience and they can ask you questions in the chat box which they have been doing. And it's been wonderful to have that uh, support and um, feedback from people who've already walked the same path. And um, and that's what I, I worked really hard to get everyone organized. Like it, it is a logistical um, challenge, you know, can you be here? There's so many people involved, you know, we've got to all, you know, come to the one place at the one time. But when you do it right and you do stay organized, it can happen like magic. All right. So um, next thing is, so having a team is super helpful, even if it's, you know, someone who might might be in the family, maybe it's your partner, maybe he's not, or he or she is not involved in the business, but maybe they can come on uh, board as well and, um, and just be there to listen. And maybe they know the answers to the questions that, that you might get, so they might be able to help out. Think, think a little bit bigger. All right, so following one is, uh, taking people off mute is key. Um, so at the beginning of our call, you know, we kind of take three people off mute um, to ask, you know, what are you writing about? What are your biggest challenges? Because when you take people off mute, they'll tell you a little bit more than they would say 
type into the chat box and by being able to hear some examples of who is on the call um then i uh, i say you can cater your presentation to then address some of those people and some of the things that they're doing um you know throughout the presentation and make it relevant to that room virtual room right so take them off mute don't be scared like you know and and um remember you know if, they, if they're a little bit confused about how to do it or they're not coming off mute you can just say okay if it's not working or something you've got to set up i'll take you off a bit later and keep going so get really comfortable at what buttons are where and what to do and of course in the early days you might like you know be really awkward and and unfamiliar with it all but now i'm sharing screen and unsharing screen and and recording and not recording there's just so much going on if you need to write yourself a list of things to remember to do remember to pause the recording remember to start the recording um you know do this write yourself a list this is what i used to do when i started doing webinars very very early into my business i i did a lot of webinars like i hadn't done my half day workshop online but i have done a a lot of webinars in the in the past that has have worked really really well so taking people off mute is key you will just um change the um the feeling of always talking at people and just stop and give people a little bit of a break it does give people a little bit of a break from just listening to you and this is why bringing Stuart to present some of the presentation taking him off mute taking Viv sometimes off mute just like gives it that variety to keep engagement at uh, uh at um, at a high level. Okay, uh, what's my next one? Having people on video is a must. We already addressed that and uh, keep pushing the point. On my very first slide actually says, please put your video on um, and I repeat it. And then I also do a logistical slide that if you get stuck with something, here's a number you can message. Um, you know, so I just do all of the things. Pre-framing is really, really important. So pre-frame, what's gonna happen? When is it gonna happen? How's the event gonna run? And usually you'll see, I was very, very, very uh, surprised to see that everyone that joined the calls, there was no drop off still the official, like right to the official end. Like we have half an hour Q&A at the end of the three and a half hours. And I was just really surprised because when I used to run webinars a lot, uh, people would uh, would leave and numbers would go up and down and all this sort of stuff, which is like, you know, okay, I, I would expect, you know, they're busy or whatever, they've heard enough. Um, but it was really cool to see that hardly anyone had actually left the call. If they did, they told us, you know, why they had to go and they were really sorry. But really the whole group stayed till the end. All right, so um uh, shorter breaks are sufficient okay so shorter breaks are sufficient uh we normally say we'll have half an hour break but i always run on time because i talk too much so giving people a um good morning everyone nice to see you as well um uh, having people um giving them 20 minute break is sufficient enough i actually eat breakfast in that break because it's like um 9 a.m uh by no 8 30 a.m thereabouts 8 40 here um and i don't have my breakfast at the beginning so I actually it's enough time for me to have breakfast make another coffee and come back in uh which has worked really really well so 20 minutes is a sufficient break um, and people can just process the information, uh, look at anything you might send them. That's, I send the thank you email before the break so they can look through it and they kind of have the heads up of what's coming up also in the second half. Um, okay, so next one is 
Um, I already said um, live testimonials are very helpful. Um, of course, you can play videos um, throughout a presentation, but of course, having someone live there in, in person that um, that can support you and what you do uh, is certainly very, very um, useful. All right, so that's that one. Um, and um, having a clear call to action with booking links, links and automation is essential. So our call to action was um, to come along and have a author breakthrough session or discuss the program options that we had presented on the call. And Stuart and I set up Calendly uh, booking links. Okay, and what happens with Calendly is when someone books with you and automatically generated Zoom meeting links, uh, uh, li li meeting link gets emailed to the um, person and they get reminders uh, one day before and 30 minutes before, which you set up, of course. Calendly is a free, um, scheduling software platform that can be integrated with Zoom. So it makes it really easy. And we actually set up two accounts, one for me and one for Stuart, um, because we wanted to be, allow double bookings at the same time. And by doing that, what we have found and having the reminder um, email set up, we have had so far 100% turn up rate. 100% turn up rate of people coming at their scheduled time on their, via their Zoom link and literally I haven't had to touch anything. I literally say, here's the link, Go there, book your time when you want to discuss this, and then I just turn up on the call, and the, the people have been there and have been talking and taking the conversation that, to the next level. So really essential that what you've got set up and what your call to action is is that it's really easy for people. It's one click away, and they can follow whatever prompts there are, and boom, it all happens. And um, and the next time you, you're meeting or whatever, uh, whatever you're doing. So be very very clear. Keep tweaking how you're doing things, and um, and um, just. Just, just give it a go. What, what, there's no better time to give this a go. Yeah, especially if your business is possible. You know, even if you think it was totally impossible, you know, um, to do what you do online, there probably is some kind of way. Every business has intellectual property. Every business has expertise that they might be able to help other people. You know, of course, there is some like you know, if you have a clothing store and whatever. But even clothing, like even clothing stores, like if there are physical shops. Why can't you just go and take photos of everything that you sell and and have set up some stuff online? I'll just everything that I can possibly think of, um, you know, I would have the ability to um, generate something and create something for online. Okay, so uh, a couple of questions here. Oh, um, I nearly left the meeting. Um, Kayleen, how do you manage privacy uh, uh, to take photos and record session when doing it online? Uh, Look, I haven't even thought that far, um, you know, Kayleen. But I, I'm guessing that if uh, people have come off or come on video, and um, and I've said we're going to take this photo, and if you don't want to take and be part of it, of course you don't have to be. Um, that to me is um, that it's okay, obviously, to do it. And um, what was that link again? Can it can it be typed in the comment? Which link, Kayleen? Is it the Calendly link? Uh, the, uh, the booking platform, I, I'm going to type it in calendly.com is to uh, set up a booking, I'll just do that for you, uh, to set up your own free online uh, appointment system that it's integrated with Zoom. Okay, so 
yeah so um that's that guys i i think i've gone through everything i could uh, that i learned this week maybe next week i will have learned more i've got three more to do this week um and um and then i'll come some, uh, bring some more lessons um from what i'm sort of um experiencing and um and also maybe how um how we have been running some of the follow-up calls with the people after the half day event maybe that would be useful to talk through and what kind of structure and what what do you say and how do you how do you turn up um to those kind of calls so i'm gonna go across to my ultimate 48 author mastermind group now i know some of my authors are watching this so go meet me over there we are going to be talking about creating an online program that's the question that's been hitting my inbox all week Nat, when are you going to teach us this so i'm going to go and teach them that kind of stuff over there and give them some tips and tricks because while you're at home gosh perfect time to create a decent shorter or longer version of an online program all right guys great to connect with you see you next monday same time same place and we'll talk about some other lessons from week two uh from running the business um online from home but never don't give up go and keep uh hustling and doing things it's not time to pause it's time to pivot and um and innovate all right have an awesome day now if i can only work out where to leave the call on this new platform here we go end live <laughs> bye